welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. I'm so glad and honored that you would join us here today. Today's teaching is a final part of three of intimacy. Oh, friends, I pray you make the time to listen to this because I think it's going to save us a lot of time. If you find yourself getting easily frustrated with yourself, with others, with God, I, I know, I feel like we're at this, this just standoff place where God wants to break through. We say one thing with our mouth, but our lives sometimes show a different fruit. And God is not disappointed. He wants to break through for us. And I really, really want to champion you and encourage you to start implementing what we are going to talk about today, intimacy. I talk about the two kinds of intimacy there is with Christ. We have uh, an SOS intimacy, like he'll come when you call on him, he is there. Get us out of trouble, whatever we need. He, he doesn't hold back. He will come. He will help. He will draw near to us as we draw near to him. And there's this, I feel this is the missing link. Kind of we're looking to get beyond ourselves into the realm of where we think the kingdom is. This, the where, where Jesus, this is where Jesus lived from. It's this supreme intimacy, a longing to be with his father, a longing to draw away to a quiet place to be with him. And it is supposed to make you uncomfortable. So listen to this teaching today, uh, get out a pen and paper, even if you never come back to the notes, you just might remember it more. And then I'm championing, championing you and challenging you to get with the Lord, ask him, what would it look like? What would supreme intimacy look like? Uh, more of it in your life, because I promise you, the more supreme intimacy we have with him, when we are not in an SOS moment, but just because, not because we need him, but because we want him. We're going to need the SOS moments less. I know this to be true. I want to do more life with you like this. Um, check out, out the website, revelationwellness.org. Our instructor training is starting very, very soon. If you're getting in Platoon 18, starting on February 13th and the 16th, our Monday class or our Thursday class, don't delay. Get on in there. Let us use fitness as a tool to disciple your heart as a leader even if it's just in your own home <laughs> for the audience of one you are a holistic person we want to train you heart mind soul and strength and move your body too all people are welcome uh, you don't even have to think fitness is on your radar to do it if you happen to love fitness awesome let's talk all right friends enjoy this podcast it is another facebook live and um, we'd love to hear your questions info at revelationwellness.org if you have any ideas or feedback on the podcast and we'll see you soon. Peace. Hi, Allie. Hi, Julie. All right. Let's get going. Let's talk about this. Uh, intimacy. This is a part three, actually. I did a part one and a part two, but really what we're saying is, here's how you know, you know, you know, you know, there's, there's a lack of intimacy with God. <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> you want to quit. You uh, feel like a failure. You feel you don't have it. Like you're just like, I am so, and this is where we're tempted to believe the lie that God isn't good or he's not powerful. When in fact, it's really God saying, come Know me personally. 
that's why we we take a communion we drink of the cup and eat of the bread the body that's christ the blood the the wine that the the drink that is blood it's so personal like he says i'm not only gonna be with you i want to get in you i want to be part whatever i eat i am if i eat unhealthy food i will be unhealthy if i eat good sustainable life-giving food i will have life there's no way around that that's how God's designed us. And it's also that reaping and sowing. What we put in, we will reap. And intimacy with God is, that's why busy, stress, striving, performing, anger, bitterness towards God or other people. I could say this all. I always feel like if I have these things towards people, I actually probably have these more towards God. Because there's places in me of disappointment, probably with God, even though if I make it about people. Or there's... If, I'm, if I feel like I need to guard myself, uh, self-protect from others, it probably has a lot to do that I feel like God doesn't protect me. Amen? Can we just get really, really honest? So there's a, a disconnect. When I feel crazy, when I feel bipolar, when I feel like I'm not getting anywhere because you diligently search the scriptures, trying to like break through. It's like I just feel like on the earth today, God wants to say, hey, listen up. Do less. Less hustle. More love. Because once you have love, then you're going to get a hustle. And watch out. It'll be unlike any other hustle. So we have to die to ourselves. This is like old skin just kind of sloughing off of us so that we can get the newness of life. And it will feel friction. It will rub against your disc. It's going to rub you in uncomfortable ways because you really make, you're trying to break the pattern of being your own God. <laughs> you're trying to break the pattern of having to self-preserve, self-protect, self-trust, self um, elevate all the self words when we're trying to unwire that. And I'm telling you this, the only way to this, yes, study the word, but again, the word is there to lead you into knowing him. It's not there to just know words. It's there to know the word in the beginning was the word John one, one, and the word walked among us, dwelt among us. The word is Jesus himself. So we're not supposed to go to the word just to know the word. We're supposed to go to the word to know Christ. His presence is in us, the Holy Spirit, and upon us. It's on us. It rests like a dove on us. God is with you right now. I was I was recording our Revving the Word podcast today for this week, which by the way, it's on patience. So get ready for it on Thursday. And I was saying how when I drive my kids to school, we uh, um, we often just say a prayer. And I always, I find myself saying this, God, just be with Jack today, be with Sophia. And as soon as it comes out of my mouth, it still just comes out. And I always correct. And I always go, oh, no, no, wait a minute. (laughs) No, God, help Jack to be with you. Help me to be with you today because you've already told me. Your word says you're with me. You'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. You're always with me. It's am I with you. So I won't, I'm not going to keep praying a prayer you've already paid for. You're with me. God, help me to be with you. Help me to think what you're thinking, speak what you're speaking. Whatever heart rate you have, that's the heart rate I want. And his heart rate, only God is able to be completely at rest and completely at work. Right? Come on, fitness people. We know that there's, we're like, oh, but I can only be one or the other. I have to fully rest or I have to fully work. Like, But God can do both. He can be fully at rest. He is fully at rest. He's not anxious about the political climate. He's not anxious about your finances. He's not anxious about marriages and children. Is he concerned? Is he in it? Totally. 
but the people of faith have rest. And it's through rest we enter the promise, not through striving, not through praying another prayer that we feel. Listen, prayers are beautiful if they actually release a song of like, God, you're so good. I just have to tell you how good you are. And then, yes, I'm going to make these petitions. But even Paul tells us when we pray, do it with thanksgiving. So always come with a heart of God. Even if I don't have anything to be thankful for, I'm going to find something right now. Because as soon as you enter into heart of gratitude, you're already having intimacy with God. Because that's what he's thinking. He's not thinking about the problems. He's not uh, head hung. Like start This is the most, I always say violent, like I'm just using this word a lot. You want to get violent, get grateful. When you feel anxious, tired, angry, bitter, disappointed, depressed, whatever, get thankful. Find something to be thankful about. Once you you do that, now you've unlocked the keys to the kingdom and the father says, come on in, let's talk. Come on in. Not that he wouldn't hear you before, but you wouldn't hear him. Because you've got all this stuff stirring in on you. And he'll be there in that. But then we kind of leave and go, oh, I got nothing out of it. Like this is just because we didn't start. We didn't bring our renewed mind. The renewed mind then gives access to the deeper places of the heart. This is a practice, you guys. James 4, 8 says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded double-mindedness that's why I'm saying like I can't be anxious and have intimacy with God like to really if I it's like saying if I'm really connected to my husband and you all know this or you know spouses if you really connect you have no eyes for anything else you're kind of like this is just a me this is the person for me this is it but if I'm not connected to them I start thinking weird thoughts I might start thinking they don't all this stinking thinking and that's how you've heard it all the time statistically that's how um, emotional affairs start because we stop thinking and connecting and being grateful for that person and start listing out all the problems they are and then we begin that grass is greener thing the comparison of oh that might be better over there and it's a lie Covenant is covenant. You continue to choose love, cultivate love, manifest love by making a choice. And it starts in gratitude. A grateful heart unleashes the kingdom, unlocks it so you can get in and start feeling the presence of God. Draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. Double-mindedness. I can't can't love God and be anxious. (laughs) So he says, that's a double-minded thing. You're saying you love me, but you're anxious. So come back to me. Come over here, double-minded. Let's get single-minded. Come and single mind on me. Intimacy, single mind on me. Single mind. Me, me, me. God doesn't, he, listen, he's not an egomaniac saying me, me, me because I'm awesome. He's saying, he's like, no, me because everything else is going to lead you. If you worship or put your hope in that, it's not God. I'm God. Come to me. I'll take care of it. Watch my two minute Tuesday message earlier in this uh, post or on this page. This is how God, when we come to him, with our approach from it, it's got to be, I, I know that we are, there's many um, metaphors and definitions in, in scripture about who we are to God, that we are servants, that we are friends, but at the base level, listen to me, we are his sons and daughters. We're family. And as family, I have special privileges. I have access to a father like my friends don't or people don't. Um, people are closest to me, have access to me. I will make time for them than I would someone I don't know just out of 
it's it's special privilege and access that as as sons to daughter and sons and daughters to a god we have privilege right and access that's the first place start there then you can talk to him about servants things things that are maybe work or uh ministry things you're concerned about relationally friendship husbands all those things but first go as a child to a parent so watch my two minutes Tuesday lower and you'll see this is what lights up God's heart when we come to him as a child (laughs) and we go God I have to come because I'm double-minded right now I think I'm fat I think I'm ugly I'm listening to the voices of depression. I'm participating with hopelessness. That is not my mind. God, And help me. Come, I want to be single-minded. Purify me. So first thing first, and I'm going to pray, so stick around for the end, is to break off. Like, we have to be sober. You have to feel it when you're drifting, when you're anxious, when you're stressed. You have to know it. All right. So there are two postures of intimacy that I've talked about. One is the SOS posture of intimacy. And the other is supreme intimacy. Intimacy supreme. I love that one. But first, there's this SOS posture. And a lot of you, I would say 90% of us are in that place. You know why? Because look at social media. Look at what, well, maybe media is just feeding it to us. But I think we get a sense that everyone's really angry right now. There's a lot of volatile inflammation. There's a lot of loud opinions. It just seems like, this just seems like the posture, like fist in the air right now. And listen, anger is not a bad emotion. It's what you do with the anger and how you deal with it, where you take that anger, trusting God with a righteous anger. Because I don't care who you are, you might call it righteous anger, and but we're told, we see in part. So even if I say I'm being righteous, I can't see it all. So I always, when there's a problem, I'm the problem. I'm participating in the problem in some way. So I have to be really careful about thinking I'm right. In every conversation, I have something to learn. In every conversation. In every other person's raised fist, I have something to learn. That's a humility posture. It keeps you available. But the SOS is like, oh, I'm really mad, or I'm really struggling, or I'm really tempted. I want to hurt somebody, or I want to shrink back in fear. There's That's the SOS. God, I, this is intimacy. I need you to help me right now. Now, I believe, I would. would you not agree we, we're pretty much operating in that like because we come and we get what we need from God and he does something and then we just go back to social media, Google, the internet, pleasure, media, news, e-channel, e e the e-channel, whatever because we just want to feel better. We're believing the lie that we will feel better when God does something for me. Well, then that's it. How about God wants to God wants to give you even more than what the world can give you. I'm not saying you're supposed to evacuate the world, but he will cleanse you so that you can get into the world without becoming consumed by it, inflamed by it, diseased by it. He has a pat he says to me, "My I give you my peace. It's not like the world offers you. Take my peace." Then that keeps us in the conversation without yelling, screaming, getting offended. Like we become a people of a quiet trust, a bold faith, and then he moves. So there's the SOS posture. I talked about that. So go back and listen to the podcast. If you are not following our podcast, iTunes, Revelation Wellness, or any app, pod, podcast app, and search us, follow us, subscribe. Uh, I talked about the SOS. So listen to that. Uh, but I want to talk more today about the supreme, 
But first, let me get honest to you with about an SOS. So I had an SOS moment this weekend, actually this last week. It was Friday. It was the end of the week. <laughs> so know your triggers. Know them. You got to know uh, by Friday, most weeks, I'm pretty tired. I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready to just be with my kids and my husband and just enjoy enjoy the weekend. Uh, but it was a hard Friday. <laughs> it had been a pretty big week. Uh, but I'm very aware because last week I'm, I've been trying to be aware of, of doing, th- checking my phone or being on emails and that was part of the less internet, more intimacy. But it's still like it's going to take a while to turn and I'm paying attention to it. It's almost like the enemy too. As soon as I started shutting that down, it was like just I would get the emails from work that I was needing to get. They were rough emails. They were big like, huh. I was saying last week, if I didn't have the intimacy that I do have with Christ, I would have quit. Leadership is not for the faint of heart. Let me just say that. So by Friday, I was flatlined. Um, I got a pretty, just, just a big day. It was a, it was a big girl pants day. You have to put your big girl pants on, believe in God. He's good. He's kind and believe the best in people because otherwise I would be out. So I had one of those days and then uh, my, my son was, um, going for a snowboarding trip the next day. He, we had already written the check for him to go with all his friends, a big charter bus, like a big deal. And he's super excited because he's getting into that age where he can go, you know, he's 15 years old and he wants to go and snowboard with his friends. It's big for him. Well, I was waiting for him to come home from school so we could go get his boarding equipment. Although I had told him we should go on Wednesday. He was like, no, mom, we'll go on Friday. The teachers say to go on Friday. You get the best deals on Friday. And I'm like, Oh, I think it's going to be pretty busy. No, mom, it'll be fine. And then so I just thought, okay. So we went on Friday. Down the street we go. I'm tired. Uh, So first trigger, (laughs) tired. Remember I talked about eating, overeating, uh, that that acronym, HALT, are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? You have to check in before you're about to binge or do the thing you want to do. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Uh, Depressed, and we talked about that in the SOS, uh, the other intimacy podcast. So I was tired. I probably was a little hungry too. It was late. It was, the day was getting long. Lonely. Like I've been fighting a spirit of loneliness, right? Hello. Never been more connected, but yet so isolated in some ways. I'm aware of it though. Very aware. I know it's not real, but I'm just aware of it. So I was like a perfect storm. Hungry, angry. Well, I wasn't angry yet. (laughs) Because then we got to the ski store And there's a lot of people and I'm like, oh boy. And my son gets in line and they tell him they're all out of his size. And I knew, you know that, okay, moms, you know when you're like, I told you so. Like the I told you so just kind of came up because I was hungry, lonely, and tired. Here came the anger. Oh, I knew it. Like I told you. And uh, all I can think, and honestly, I realized I have anger when I cannot do the thing that I think I should do for my child or even for some, especially my child, because there's already a permeating lie that you're not a good mom. We all fight that. And then when you can't do the thing that you really want to do, oh, thanks for the hearts and likes, you guys. When you can't do the thing that you would hope to do, you start to uh, just feel it more, right? Because your best intention is you love that kid. You want to do whatever it takes, but when... It all just starts to fall apart and he's leaving for the, he's supposed to be on the bus in like 10 hours. They're leaving at five in the morning. 
And I was rocked. I couldn't even. So, but they did say <laughs> you could go to the Tempe store, Mesa store, which in my mind, they might have said you can go to Los Angeles and they have a pair over there. Because <laughs> Mesa sounded like a whole nother state away. There was just no way. And I did the whole mom thing where I was not a good mom. Like I, you ever have, I'm just going to be really honest with you. Moms, like you have the moment where you're like, I'm about, I'm about to just let it go. And I know I shouldn't. And I'm, I know I'm probably going to scar you, but I'm doing this. And I could hear the Holy Spirit tap, tap, tap. But I was like, I just, all my triggers were in place. And I just, I was bad mom. It was really not, I didn't cuss. I didn't like, I just wouldn't let it go. Come on. I wouldn't let it go. I just was so upset. And it wasn't even at him. I think it was more at me. Whatever you put on other people, you actually put on yourself. When you're hard on others, it's because you're hard on yourself. Because you have expectations of others, it's because you have expectations of yourself. When you're pointing the finger, when the speck in someone else's eye, it's because there's a plank in yours. <laughs> Welcome to Revelation Wellness. This is where we say, you're the problem. Love you. But I can't worry about, I can't change everyone else, but I can help you. So if you can just raise your hand and say, I, I need healing. I'm the problem. Then we are off to a good start. I will be the first to raise my hand and tell you, I'm, I still have the problem in me. So the night was was just one of those nights and I, it, it didn't get any, I, I did eventually, long story short, after my little rant, breathing, um, I could just feel the Holy Spirit saying, you're going to do this. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're going to do this. No, I'm not going to Mesa. <sighs> you know what I did? I breathed. I breathed. I, I should have breathed right at the first moment of that drop of anger. It says in Proverbs that the anger gets lodged in the heart. Be careful with anger. It gets lodged in there. It's like you can't get it. Once it's in, it's hard to get out. But if you can stop it before it gets in, and honestly, if I would have breathed, the Lord's been telling me a lot. The word patience in the Greek, I'm sorry, in the Hebrew, I was looking up and it says over and over, nostril, nose, nostril, nose. I'm like, what's that about, Lord? patience nostril nose and he was just like breathe people that know how to breathe through it's why when you're having a baby they say breathe like breathe 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 if you don't breathe if you don't it's breathing is a it's like the the um speed bump <laughs> it slows you down i promise you i believe no one's made a a worse decision because you breathed amen anyone I w- i'm gonna wait for hearts and likes no one has ever made a bad, a worse decision because they took a moment to breathe. It's that simple. Listen, the whole New Age movement has stolen something that God's like, breathe. The word pneuma in the Greek, spirit, pneuma means breath. Breathe, the wind, just breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Get back. Take some perspective. Breathe, breathe. It's not that bad, Elisa. Okay, you're hungry? Go get something to eat. You're tired? Okay, just breathe to the next five minutes. I could feel the Holy Spirit tapping me, but I was like, no, (laughs) I'm doing this. SOS. So the next day on Saturday, I laid on that mat right there and I just bawled my eyes out. 
Because when you see the depravity of your own heart, and I knew, and my, my son had already left for the ski trip. I was, I in the morning, I was glad like that I did get the equipment. He did go on the trip because he wasn't going to go without the equipment. I was glad like that the Holy Spirit got me through, but my attitude stunk. And so I'm left in the morning with the residue of my attitude. And I laid on the mat and I began to cry. And like, God, you got to do something. You got to do something in me. I can't do it to myself. <clears throat> so I feel for you. For those, some of you that you go to the pantry over, you overeat, you shame yourself, you undereat, you um, shame your kids, you shame your husband, you control, you anger, whatever you do. And you're like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. Anybody, come on in the chat. The thing you don't want to do that you keep doing, that you're at your end of yourself. You're, I, I can't do this. You have to do it, God. You got to make good now on what you say. So I remember saying to him, all right, do it. But tell me what to do. Like, I will participate, but you got to tell me what to do. And he said to me, Elisa, if you have more supreme intimacy with me, you will have less SOS. Do you hear me? If you have more supreme, and I'm going to talk about supreme, but... You will have less SOS. I have heard the Lord for some time now just asking me, and that's why I started the Be Still and Be Loved podcast, so check those out, Um, just to sit with him. I've I've been talking this. I've been kind of doing it, but I haven't been prioritizing it. So I said it earlier. I've, as personal trainers and people that, I don't know, whatever it is, creatives, we try new things and we go, okay, I'm going to, I'll try this. We, we become our own science experiment. So since Saturday, I've, I've heard this for a while, like just more practice with my day to just spend time with him, not because of an SOS. So supreme intimacy looks uh, like this. Okay. First of all, SOS intimacy is God comes right up to your side. He's like, hey, I'm in it with you. Okay. I'm with you. But at some point... He has to turn and face us. Um, I'm a wilderness first responder. So I'm certified to, to it's it's more than any uh, a first aid and it's under EMT. It's for when we take people across the Grand Canyon. And as a woofer, a wilderness first responder, when someone is hurting, the first thing you're supposed to do or someone is is in need or whatever, you come alongside them. You meet them. If, if they're freaking out, like if they're having like a tantrum or freak out, they actually, we had to do this. You have to role play. You're supposed to start freaking out too. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You're supposed to mirror, they call it mirror them. Do whatever they're doing. So if they're like throwing things and having, um, I, I forget, a panic, at their, whatever they're doing, mirror them. Just do it with them. And I'm like, gosh, that's so weird. It's actually quite, dis- it's quite, a, um, it disarms them. Like, whoa, what's going on? Because <laughs> you're doing it too. But you're in it with them. You're kind of, you're, and I feel that's what Jesus does. He goes, I'm with you. I'm angry. I'm sad. Yes. I, he enters in at our shoulder. He goes, I'm with you. Yes. Then as we kind of disarm ourselves, because someone's in it with us, right? We're like, okay. And we calm down. As a wilderness first responder, my next posture is to come in front of them and assess them eye to eye. I got to look at their eyes. I got to look at their pupils. I have to um, take a pulse. I have to uh, do their vitals. Uh, What is their heart rate? Like all this checking And it requires me to be eye to eye. I can't be next to them and do that. I got to get right in front of them and assess them. That's, we need more of that. 
We need more of this supreme intimacy where God gets eye to eye with us and we just he just gets to lay over us, look at us, and be with us. More of that. So in other words, what I'm saying, if I don't come to God so much in this SOS posture of like, ah, I need you to help me, la, la, la. Like, and he will. But if I start to practice when I'm not in need to just come to him and say, hey, can we hang out for a few minutes? Can we, that's just eye to eye. No, I don't actually have an, a need. I just, all my need is I, I want to hang out with you for a few minutes. I hear God saying this. Do you hear him saying this? We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on everything else more than a few minutes a day. And it's God saying, hey, I just want to hang out. Want to hang out for a few minutes? Give me your attention. That's supreme intimacy. It doesn't mean hours of intimacy. It just means a few minutes. So every morning before or anywhere in my word, studying the word, there's this time that I just sit. Put on a Be Still and Be Loved podcast. I'm not trying to wrestle myself into God. I'm not, he doesn't have to help me from anything because I'm, I'm doing okay. I just want to connect with him. I just want eye to eye with him. I want his eyes to look into me and see intimacy. Into me you see, God. What do you see? And listen, he's not always looking for problems. I think we're always like, oh, if you look into me, you're going to see problems. No, he looks into you and he goes, man, I see creativity. I see energy. I see possibility. I see kindness. I Let him see into you that way. Because it's really in the SOS times that he's going to go, oh, I see some anger. Oh, I see that you're hungry. Oh, you're tired. Oh, you're lonely. Those are kind of the bad. But in the supreme intimacy places, he's not there to like go, I, there's a problem. He's just going, man, I see amazing things. I love, I love the way you love me. I, I love your dreams. Uh, I mean, he just starts to just, let him talk to you. Let the spirit lead you through that. I can't, I can't give you, everyone goes, oh, well, help me. What exactly does that look like? Please tell. I can't do that. I, it just means it's your desire for that supreme look at me and just love me. Just love me. If we have more of the supreme, we'll have less of the SOS. Do you hear me? Oh, this is where the, I put on my personal trainer hat. You can't leave this session without hearing the fact that if we have more intentional, I take three minutes, I take five minutes, I take one minute. This is my time. God, just what, what, what you doing? I've talked about that a lot with intimacy. Just ask him, what are you doing? What are you up to? What are you talking about? What song do you like right now? What was the best part of this day? Right? Like just, just as you would want to connect to a lover. Another image of, of intimacy that is supreme. Um, I, I remember a f- few months back, or maybe almost a year ago, we were at a uh, on-the-road event where we do outreach, <coughs> do Revelation Fitness. We're just out, talk about the Bible. Um, we have that. It's called Rev on the Road. We actually are opening that up again. So if you want us to have an event in your city, you can go check that out the website, revelationwellness.org events, Rev on the Road. And we'll come into your city and we do Bible study and movement and um, we just do this because I love people. Nothing replaces people, like real people coming really together because I think it's getting easier for us to hide behind our little phones. So want to come to your community. But we were at an event and I remember the worship was going, live worship was happening and I was just looking around the room, just worshiping the Lord. And I saw this husband and wife 
and everyone was facing forward to the stage you know the bands up there worshiping and they were just looking at each other so they weren't looking forward they were just looking straight at each other and the wife was sign languaging to her deaf husband i i've seen sign language before but it was because it was one-on-one and they were looking at each other and you know they were husband and wife yin yang but it's like the worship was happening and they weren't there to worship the band they weren't there to worship the sound system or the lights or the pretty things all around them they were just there in worship together eye to eye and she would move her hands and he would just watch and he would he would actually start to sign language back to her because they were singing to one another with their hands they were just singing to one another their hands like oh that's it that's it that's that's how God is because he speaks a language that is a sign language to him. It's not going to be something, I have no idea what he's saying to you because he's probably saying very something different to me, but to you and him, it makes perfect sense. And then he actually says, hey, mirror me. So the husband, as the wife would do the words, he was always a few beats behind her, but he would be sign languaging the same words because he's trying to learn the song and worship his God. It was one of the holiest pictures of ever. It was Jesus at the Choir, Ohio. That's what I remember it being. I just, I remember the Lord going, this is how intimacy works. When it's just you and me, eye to eye. I'm singing, you're singing, we're talking to one another. I'm talking, you're hearing what I have to say. But a lot of intimacy, there's, it's, don't confuse intimacy with prayer. They're very different. Spending time in intimacy is just like, it's called soaking. If you've got a dirty pan or a dirty pot and you scrub it, do you ever know, like sometimes that hard stuff, you just go, this is going to have to soak. And you squeeze a bunch of stuff, hot water, and you let it soak overnight. Come in the morning, and then, boom, it just goes right off. But if you try to scrub it right there, it just won't work. It needs to soak. Intimacy. You guys, I don't, you have enough Bible study. I, I mean, I hope you have Bible study. I hope you're in the word. Yes, please don't hear me as a heretic saying, you don't need the Bible. You need the Bible. You need it. But there's beyond, there's more. And I feel like God's saying, come and get more. You're going to need it for the days ahead. Because everything around in the world is so enticing and pretty and loud. And it says to you, you'll be, you'll be fulfilled. You'll have intimacy here. You're going to, you're going to, all your longings will be met here. And it won't. They're met in him. It's like we need to go back to the time when there was <laughs> no phones, <laughs> no internet. Now hear me. We're chosen for this time. You weren't birthed into the wrong generation. This is the generation for which you were born. He chooses the times and places for all people. It's a blessing that we have the internet. It's a blessing that look what we're doing right now. What? If you would have told me 10 years ago we'd be doing this, impossible. Here we are. But it must drive us. So I'm praying that you guys would get hungry for intimacy. So what does that look like, Lisa? Okay, get jealous for time with him. Uh, in the morning, just just try it. You're going to be really anxious. In the morning, if you study the word, which I hope you do, first, uh, mornings are very beautiful. So wake up five minutes earlier. The problem is you might want to, if you just lay down in bed and do it, you're probably going to fall back to sleep. So you have to sit up or take some posture. I have to get out of bed, put my robe on, and shuffle my feet into this room where I sit on that couch over there. And... 
I might, I usually pray because I want to just, I, I want to open my heart with Thanksgiving and tell them how grateful I am for safety, our night, our kids, our, the job, whatever. Then I can get my heart in a space to just soak with him. I might read the word first, then soak with him. I might just soak first for three, five minutes. And it's just to be in his presence, putting on worship music, whatever. Just try it. It's free. I, I'm sure people go, oh, this is meditation. It's weird. It, it, we need to take it back. The new age has stole it. Bring it back. David talks, uh, I can't even count how many times about meditating on God's word. Meditate on the word. That's not pray the word. It's not memorize the word. It's just meditate on it. Think about it. Let him think into you. Let him sign language over you. Let him just change you. I said to you guys, we are our own science experiment. I'm telling you, I've been doing this. Get, hey, you're all going to celebrate this because it's been five days. <laughs> I would I would say to you, you'd be like, oh, I probably shouldn't say anything. It's only been five days. No, if it's been five days that you've been eating clean, right on. For the last five days, I've been diligent, like practicing, putting, I have alarms on my clock, on my phone. I find as many times as possible just to sneak away with him. You guys, I can't explain it, but there is a joy that is bubbling up for me, for my kids. Like it's, 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 I can't, it's just a work of the spirit. It's real. It happens. And it's just, he's something he's been asking for, for a long time for me, but I haven't been willing because I've been busy. I repent. Spending that time and it's changing. It's, it's actually not, it's now that I need it. I need it more. I, I know when I'm like, Oh, it's been a few hours that I've just kind of breathed. Breathe. Just breathe. Amen? Abide. Yes, Ashley. Abide. When you eat. I'm just trying to give you some ideas. When you eat. First of all, we have to slow down to eat. That's so countercultural. We're like eating on the run. We're just eating, going fast. When you eat, slow down. And that would be a good time too, just to take a minute. Breathe. Soak for a second. I, I'm, I'm going outside the box. You don't have to just sit on a mat and float over it and be in child's pose. You can be anywhere and just be like, all right, intimacy, God. Into me, you see, I see into you. Ah, oh, thank you. I love you. You love me. Um, set an atmosphere. You can play music. I said about doing the podcast. Those take a little more time, 15 minutes, but you can try those. Um I do believe in like right now, like just kind of set your, it's a habit. We form new habits by setting triggers. You got to set some triggers. So I've set it on my watch or my, my clock or my phone just for a few times, five days. You guys, I want you to take this experiment. Little way people, we're almost done here. You're doing this last five days, more love. Just spend more time in the presence of the one who loves you. Just spend more time, a little more time outside of your usual the huge, okay? Outside of that. All right. Uh, as I was saying, I have my own science experiment. A month ago, six weeks ago, he asked me to start drinking more water in the morning and do more foam rolling. My body feels completely different. I started doing that. Of course I did, because that's fitness stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I can do that, right? <laughs> I like doing that stuff. That comes natural. He was just so kind to me. My body was hurting, and I needed more water in the morning and more foam rolling. I My body feels, I have not been sore. I have not been stiff. I've not been achy. I've not been feeling like I'm 80 years old in since I started that six weeks ago. Simple little thing. And now, five days into this really 
the intimacy practice of supreme intimacy. I've been doing SOS a long time. Long, 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 long. Did I say long? Long time. That's why I'm like, God, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of being crazy and in and out and in and out. And he, again, I say, I'll close with it one more time. Spend more time in the supreme place and you will have less OS. Less SOS. More supreme intimacy. More when it's just because you're choosing me, not because you need me, but because you're choosing me. More of that and you will have less of needing me. Let us pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, uh, God, we um, thank you. (laughs) We thank you that you are relentless with your love for us. Your pursuit of us never ends. You never tire. You will not give up on us, God. Thank you that you haven't been holding hash marks against us how many times we failed, God. Right now, Lord, you say as far as the east is from the west, I don't even know, I don't remember, God. You would say you don't even remember that all you've, this is what you've longed for, for us to be a people that want to be with you always, often, to walk with you, God, to walk not only with the Holy Spirit in us, but upon us like a dove on our shoulder, God, that we would move gently, slowly, that we would know that we've got to come back to you often, Lord. Just not that we come back to you, Lord, but just talk with you. (laughs) Check in with you, God. Help us to be a people of presence, a people because we have presence all the time with you. We have a peace and we have a patience, a long-suffering patience, God, that we suffer well and that suffering truly isn't seen as a negative. It's seen as a way that's producing greater capacity in us, God, a suffering that produces perseverance, that produces character, that produces greater buoyant hope in us, God that this is a great time to be alive, that this is our setup, Lord, that you are making manifest yourself, Lord, through a people, a city on the hill, and salt on the earth, God. Maturate us, Lord. Grow us up. Glow us up, Lord, in the presence of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, right now, I pray that you would descend upon your people and heal bodies, Father. Knees that are swollen and hurt and, God, they they don't bend well. God, right now, ask your Holy Spirit would touch with a a true healing for knees, God. I know you're going to heal knees today, Lord. That's what you're going to do. That weight-bearing joint that just tries to remind us how hurt we are, God, right now. Lord, I pray that knees are going to get um, healed, swelling and inflammation leave in Jesus' name and more mobility return, fresh blood flow, fresh tendons, ligaments, creative, Lord, whatever missing meniscus is, God, just put them back in. Lord, I will always live this big on you. This is my faith, God. I just walk in it that this is what you do. This is who you are. You're doing major transformation and heart work in all your people. So do it in bodies too, God. Do it in painful joints where things ache and hurt and are stiff, God. <clears throat> I pray for stomachs. <coughs> but there's stomach, like issues in the stomach, Lord, with um, digestion, uh, inflammation of the, the intestines, Lord, and stomachs where Crohn's disease, Lord, in Jesus' name, cease. Crohn's disease, oof, Lord, reset. Just reset, Lord, reset in Jesus' name. Yeah, God, thank you that you've given a ministry to the body, for the body, using the body as an instrument for your glory. Bring total restoration to your people and an increased hunger to be with you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thanks, you guys. Boom! All right, now I'll look at questions.